Oh my God, I've just been sitting here just like sweating. <laughs> oh, I'm dripping. I'm literally dripping. Thank God we're not closer up on my nose because it's just a, a festival right here. Oh Wait. yeah, always. I'm going to give you a proper introduction. Guys, we're officially starting the podcast. Um, hi. Welcome to Bullshittery, episode two. We're here with... My new friend, um, literally, I can't wait to meet you in person. It's going to be so much fun. Taylor Grayson Owen. (laughs) Wow, that is a great intro. That's the best intro I've ever gotten. Thank you. Oh, I'm not even done. I'm not even done. Oh, oh my God. Keep going. Keep going. It's actually going to be the majority of the podcast. So if you could just like. Yeah, I'm just going to like rave. Um, So Taylor and I connected on TikTok. I don't know how it started, but I was immediately obsessed with her content because her and her partner, James, um, it's still for debate if they are in a relationship or if they are siblings. I don't think, I think it's just like a fun thing that we can all just kind of conspire about. Um, But they created the most iconic parodies of Succession that I've ever seen in my life. And I immediately followed you and that's it. That's the history of us. (laughs) Oh, thank you so much. That's so sweet of you. I can't believe we connected so late in the game. Also, I can't, this is our first time meeting, technically. Oh, we lost her. She's gone. All right, guys, this is my podcast now. Okay. Sorry, one second. I just needed to also, I wanted to screen record this too. So. Oh, got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. I was just saying this is my podcast okay, now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not going to be hosting this anymore. This is all Taylor. I'm just going to like watch as you do your show. Okay, yeah. Thank you. Welcome to Bullshittery. This is my first guest, Mackenzie. Thank you so much uh, for having me. No. <laughs> no, this is our, I was saying, this is our first time meeting, technically. Yeah, it is. We've texted so crazy. and like, um, but you know, we haven't met in person. There's also somebody, I don't know if you guys can hear it, but somebody's weed whacking like directly outside right now. So that's really fun. It's fine. Can you hear it? Let's bring him in here. Bring him guys. in here. Can you stop? Come here. (laughs) Um, The first thing I just like to do to start off the podcast and like make everyone really comfortable is I like to Mm -hmm. like improvise a song about my guest Um, because I am an amazing singer. And so I just think it's like important to showcase that talent. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, No, of course. So I'm going to just kind of do it. This is not planned. So enjoy. Taylor, Taylor Grayson Owen, she's on my podcast, she's a really funny girl living in a funny Hollywood world, she's an actress and a comedian, and she doesn't have any back hair that I know of, but she might, because that's her, that's it. Oh my god, that is, thank god you're recording this so I can keep that forever, because that was, that was, now I'm going to expect everybody to sing about my back hair when I meet them. Yeah, I just think it's a good opener, you know what I mean? Yeah, of course. And you know what? <laughs> I do have high testosterone, so I might have back hair. You don't know. <laughs> good for you. Honestly, I feel like strong people have, you know, just testosterone levels are important. Guys, don't Yeah, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> they're up there. They're up there. Um. Okay, so let's just, I want to ask you a million questions. I have so Please. many things I want to know. One... When did you get into comedy? Has it always been your thing? When did you get the bug? Tell me, like, how you got started in this world. Okay, cool. Also, I see a regular hello. Um, 
I was always interested in acting from a really long, like young age. I'm from Connecticut. Um, so my older brother Davis actually did commercials. And so I grew up being like, I want to do commercials like the annoying younger sister too. And then I was just caught with the bug and I totally just was like, this is what I want to do. I always knew I wanted to act from like the womb truly. Um, so, so it's been a long journey. (laughs) How old were you when you like, how old were you when that started happening? The commercial thing? No, I was like, I was so young. I couldn't even tell you how old I was. Like from as far as I remember, I always wanted to act. But it wasn't until I feel like my later years, like I'm 80, my later years, uh, (laughs) that I, (laughs) that I really started. (laughs) What did you say? When I hit retirement, I decided. Yeah, exactly. I decided to get into comedy then. Um, But it was, yeah, it was a little more closer into college I took a Meisner class back in New York City back in the summer and my Meisner teacher was very much like you are comedy like what are you doing and I was like no I'm fucking Meryl Streep what don't you get <laughs> oh my god same though same right I feel like every everybody grows up just wanting to be the next Meryl Streep and then it, you just you find who you are wait what my who was your Meisner teacher I'm just curious in the city her name was Nina Murano Oh, okay. Because I took a Meisner class with somebody too, and I was like, "Did we have the same teacher?" <laughs> but we oh didn't. my god, that that would be wild. <laughs> Meisner wasn't that was intense. The Meisner was intense. I loved it. Did you love? Did, what did you think? I did love it. I feel like I, I wish that I had done more of it because I only did it for because people study Meisner for like two years, three years yeah, at a time. Yeah. I only did like I think like a six week class, so I okay. kind of wish that I did more of it. But I'm just kind of like a whatever works kind of person. I don't know, but totally. Yeah. I loved Meisner because it really taught me to listen. And like uh, before that I was not present at all. I was very in my head, just thinking about what I was going to say. So like it taught me to be a better person in general too, I think. Oh yeah. Well, when did you, so you weren't like doing comedy before then that was like when you kind of, was that when you were like, Oh, maybe I should lean into that. Yeah, I feel like she was putting that in my ear. And then in college, I went to Chapman for BFA screen acting. And we got to play with like so many different things there. So I feel like comedy scenes were just where I was really having so much fun and shining. And and James actually was a big person to be like, Taylor, why are you looking at comedy as this is like not a great thing? Because I was like, that means I'm not a real actor, you know? I know, I know. Yeah. Wait, so you guys met in college? Yeah, we met in college in a play. <laughs> I love that. Like every Wait, what loser. What play were you guys doing? Oh my god, we did um, the mid mid summer night stream, midnight summer, sh- whatever the Shakespeare play is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he was like the leading Oberon, like hot guy, and I was like a side character named Tom Snout. <laughs> <laughs> Stunning. That really. Yeah. Fit. Actually, that's really gorgeous. I, I know, isn't that? Uh, that was like a good trajectory of our lives. <laughs> that's kind of the foundation, though, that you want. Like, you want a guy who is going to, like, want that character in the show and not, like, the sure. girl. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Read flags all around. Yeah, guys, go for the Tom Snouts of the world. I'm telling you. <laughs> Listen, like, bad hair and Tom Snouts. That's what we're going with. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I love it. And, I love it. I was gonna ask you, like, were you a theater kid? 
I wouldn't like classify myself classify myself as a theater kid. Like I can't sing for shit. Like okay, unlike yeah. you, which we saw in the beginning. Like yeah, I. But you could tell you actually have a good voice. Like I truly, truly sound like dog shit. Like, and it's not that modest. Like oh, I'm a. Be-. It's like no people are like I would pay you to stop singing if I tried to sing. Yeah. So oh my God. so you've never done a musical then. Oh God, no, I could, I could actually never, like I could actually never, even if I wanted to. So I feel like a lot of theater, theater kids derive from like musicals, I feel. Yeah, I kind of, that's kind of what it, yeah, I think so. For the most part, because like that's what like the middle schools will do. They'll put on a musical. I didn't really get into theater until, until high school, but it was musicals. It was like, wait, I was going to say, can I ask you what got you, like, what was the spark for you in high school? Oh, my God. Yeah. No, I love this story. So I was, I was not, all my friends were not theater people. Like, I was the only one who was, like, curious about it. And I didn't come from, like, a theater family. Nobody, you know. But my parent, my mom is very, like, she would sing all the time. And I always, like, was very interested in it. And then I auditioned for the show Sweet Charity. And I was a sophomore in high school. And it was my first, like, play ever. Like, except for, like, the church plays when I would, like, play Mary Magdalene or something. Like, oh, yeah, of course. I of course. Art, but, like, you know. Um, Wait, I, w- I didn't get Mary Magdalene, and I was upset. I got, like, the side angel characters. Yeah. Oh, Always yeah. the Tom Snouts, you know. Okay, keep going, keep going. I was destined to play. You know, I was just, I am Mary Magdalene. You know what I mean? Like, but, so, so I, I had, I got the ensemble, and I was so excited, and opening night I remember I was so nervous like I was literally shaking convulsing and I had to carry (laughs) I had to carry a placard across the stage like that like this like that was my first thing I had to do and I was the first one that had to walk out and that's a lot that's a lot it was was an immense amount of pressure and as soon as I walked out literally the audience started clapping it's like the start of the show like they weren't clapping for me like but like lights were up like and I remember I was just like, you know that TikTok sound that uh from like the Homelander sound right now? I, I was just gonna say the Homelander. You're like, okay. All right. Literally that's how it was. Like I feel like I even probably I was supposed to just dart across stage and be done with it. But I think I was like <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, like I that was it and then that was it. And still to I this day that. I refuse to do anything else, you know? That's amazing. That's a great story. <laughs> and did you, have you studied improv? Have you, cause you're so good. Like you really are Thank so you. fun and quick. Thank and, you. Yeah. Tell me about your training and stuff with comedy. Um, so like I said, BFA screen acting, I did do groundlings, but, um, I don't know. I didn't have like, I did groundlings, but I didn't feel like that's where I learned kind of my improv tendencies I would honestly say that I learned a lot from just doing um one of my best friends Natasha and I we like wrote and made so many things and like I really feel like doing it is the best practice and that was where like I don't know that's that's where I feel like the most comfortable stuff came out of was that like through was that pre-tiktok or did tiktok kind of start that yeah no that was pre-tiktok her and I did a showcase together and we wrote our scene like for you know like college showcase and we wrote yeah and we wrote our scene and um 
And we just kept working together after that. And she's like one of my best friends and we'll go on to do something great one day. But like we, yeah, that's, that's really where we would write scripts, but also just like improv back and forth. When we shot, we made like web series. Um, so yeah. That's so dope. And when yeah. did you, um, cause like TikTok has been, so, and you're so active too, like on Instagram, you guys need to go follow her. I, anytime you post a story, I watch all of it. Cause you just like. I don't know. It's just like fun to watch you live your life. Um, I love you. Sometimes I'm like, am I posting too many stories? I've like, I've, I pulled it back the past couple of days because we got a lot of new followers from the bear sketches. So I'm like, I don't want to start scaring these people. <laughs> Never enough. No, I love it. I think, and I okay, think that great. people love engaging stories. Like when you do like your Q and A's and stuff and like, you're like, ask me anything. People love that. I need to do more of that. I'm just like, yeah, you should. It's, it's the best. Honestly, connecting with people is like, actually, I'm sure you think this too. It's like the best part of all of this. Yeah. I just randomly, I just looked down and I saw somebody say, bro, chill guys. I hope nobody's fighting in the comments. Keep the deuces, (laughs) keep them down. Let's keep it peaceful. I don't know what's happening. (laughs) That's great. Like, no, let's Um, see a fist fight. I want to see it. I'm just kidding. I know. This is intriguing. Um, (laughs) So so your TikTok journey, let's, let's talk about Mm. succession a little bit. And because I also talked to you about succession because I'm obsessed with that show. Um, When did you start doing TikTok and was it all, was it off the bat you and James or was it like, you and then how did how did it start with the succession journey i feel like i'm doing the gabby head nod right now i'm like mm-hmm, yeah yeah okay that was so <laughs> good, by the way. um so great question i went on tiktok during the pandemic i feel like everybody else and everybody was always like, Taylor, you have to get on it. And I was one of those assholes who's like, I'm not going to get on TikTok. It's for dancing. Like, was stupid. No. So then I eventually caved in and got TikTok, um, like, month three of the pandemic. I don't even know. When we all just were like, what's happening? Yep. And that's, I was living back in Connecticut. Uh, I moved home, like, not knowing I was going to move home, but I moved home for, like, the pandemic to be with my parents. And so I just started making videos with my mom because she's insane. (laughs) She's an icon. She truly is an icon. Like, she is a huge character and so funny (laughs) and needs her own TikTok page, truly. She really Um, does. She really does. Yeah, I'm going to set her up with one. She's not going to know how to work it, but... (laughs) (laughs) Part of the fun, you know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. She's just, like, live, not knowing it. Um... So we just, I started making videos with her and like did the trends and, you know, all that good stuff. And then when I came back to California, I was like, okay, what am I going to do now? And I started this series called Women in Films vs. Reality because Mm -hmm. it was when, what was that chess show? Chess? Um, The Queen's Gambit. Yeah, Queen's Gambit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So good. And so good. So good. I freaking love that show. But she had that, like, breakdown uh, scene where she just looks, like, super hot drinking alcohol and having, like, oh, a major I breakdown. Oh, Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, okay, I do not look like that when I'm having a breakdown, okay? So then I was like, I got to make this a series. So that's – I started that, and I did a shower one that, like, went super viral. And – um. So I kept doing that. And then after that, I, I would make them, but I just didn't really 
care about stuff I was making unless I loved the content. Like I didn't really care to do the trends and stuff like that. I just like, I didn't have that passion for it where some yeah, people are yeah. just so, you know, good about it. And then we were just binging succession for the new season. We were just like pre-gaming, just watching it, re-watching it. And I was just at the gym on the treadmill and I was like, oh, it would be really funny if there was a video, but with succession stakes, but like super normal. Yeah, And yeah. It, it was like literally the night, the premiere season two night. And I come home and I'm like, hey, James, do you want to do this TikTok with me? He's like, yeah, sure. And then he's like, is dinner going to be ready for like succession by that time? Like, like he was more concerned about the chicken cutlets I was making. <laughs> chicken cutlets are a priority at all times. So I mean, truly, yeah. truly. And like, I make some really good chicken cutlets, but um, they're really good. I'll make them when I come to when LA. Come we can have oh, yeah, right. we'll have a family family style dinner, wines and chicken cutlets. Mm. It'll be amazing. Oh, I can't wait. Okay, so. Yeah, I just came home and I was like, let's do it. And it was maybe the most, the easiest video we've ever done still to that day. Like, so low-key, not expecting anything. And then the next morning we woke up and I, like, woke him up. I was like, it went viral. And he's like, what? And that was his first time going viral. And then the rest was history. <laughs> uh, the impressions are so on point. Like, Oh, wow, so thank you. And I need mm -hmm. to ask, okay, um, also wait, somebody sent us roses. That was what the argument was about. I'm so sorry we didn't thank you. Whoever you are, I love you so much. It's just, I can't see it when I'm staring into Taylor's beautiful eyes. So yeah, I couldn't, they're... I didn't know, but I love you. Okay, thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just needed to acknowledge that gorgeous person who was doing that. I love um, that. Okay, wait, what was I just, I was just gonna ask. Oh, um, yeah. what? When was it like with TikTok? When were you like, oh, okay, this is a thing? Oh no, 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 no. Well, that question. <laughs> but I wanted to, I want to talk about Succession, just the show. Yeah, please talk about it. I want to know whose side are you on? Like, who do you Ooh. gravitate for? Okay, here's the thing. It they do such a good job of like not making you pick a side. I think I lean more towards Daddy Roy than most people. Tell me why. I want to hear your thought process on all this. I don't know. I don't know. I just feel like he makes a lot of fair points. Like, I think he's evil, of course, sure. But, like, when he was just, like, make your own fucking pile, like, why do you guys all think that you're just, like, you should just get this? Because, like, what have you done kind of thing? And then the whole love monologue, like, you come in here with love. I was like, I buy it. He could be lying, but I buy it. <laughs> I really, that was such a beautiful argument. And to add to it, I feel like the kids, we'll just call them the kids. The kids. For the sake of easiness. Um, yeah. I feel like the th I love them all so much and I hate them all so much. Like, yeah. my journey oh. with Shiv, especially, Shiv was like here and then like here and then like, like she just like stays here though because she's just so amazing. I just love her so much. <laughs> I know. Um, but it's like, it's it's such a perfect and beautiful example of like nepotism and how like these like not saying I don't like ne like all nepotism people because uh, some people nepotism babies are like amazing but I think it's yeah. important like they feel that entitlement these particular characters feel that entitlement like no it's mine now I deserve it because it's it's my I just deserve it because it's whatever right. my dad 
And I just love that he's just like, no, you need to earn it. And they're just like stubborn little shits about it. They're just like, right. I want to learn. I'm just, and, but they already, they already think that they know everything they need to know too. Like it's, oh, it's just so good. And it's so good because can't with who, with what Nicholas Braun. I just love him. Oh, I know. I know. Everyone is. Everyone is. He's just, I mean, just came out of that show of freaking superstar as he should. He's such a star. Oh, he's such a star. But I will say like for the people who will listen to this podcast and they're like, how could you, they just like back daddy Roy, like daddy Roy is very evil too. And he definitely, definitely has made, decisions for like that don't that I don't back up so I don't know it's it's just tough well he is responsible for who they are like he's responsible for their egos and like the way that they feel it's true like no one is good but everyone's amazing you know it's exactly it's the best best show on television like I truly believe that and I agree the best casting so kudos to the entire team of succession I know you (laughs) yeah (laughs) They're all listening right now on this live, so they really uh, are. Yeah, I, I know they are. Uh, they, just you know, they're big fans of both of us, probably. Also, I'm wearing eyelashes, and they're coming off. I tried to be fancy. They look amazing. I can't do the eyelashes because oh. I sweat too much. Oh, <laughs> we're off. Oh we're off, ladies and gentlemen. We're doing great. great. You know why? If you- I'm such an avid sweater. Same. I totally, I get it. There if you're go. listening, Mackenzie's eyelash just totally fell off of her face. Yeah, it's actually really, it's really a good look. I think I'm just going to take it off probably. So we're going it to looks one great. Eyelash. I'll just take them both off. All right. Forget it. Okay. Just forget it. I tried to look good for you guys, <laughs> but God had other plans. <laughs> um, you still look gorgeous. <laughs> thank you so much. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. So who are some of your biggest creative influences like who do you want to work with oh man it's so I don't it's so hard I worked with one of them Julia Louis Dreyfus I I just think the world of her her like career her wit her comedy her just she's so smart like she's I just she is one person that always comes to mind that I'm like you are incredible I feel like you guys could play related to like you could be her like daughter or something. I'm happy to. And she was, she was on set. I was not in any of the scenes um, with her on beef, but she was EPing. So she was just there for the day. And like, you would just, she came up to me and she was like, hi, my name's Julia. I just want to thank you so much for being here. And I was just like, I know your fucking name. Like I didn't say that. But. <laughs> Yeah, I'm so sorry. Yeah, I'm like, are you a PA? Can you get me a water, actually? <laughs> I think if you had done that, she would have been so happy. I think she would have loved that. <laughs> she would have, but I was playing it so cool that I was just like, probably actually didn't have a personality. It was just like, yeah, it's nice to meet you too, Julia. <laughs> but I did, oh I, I did, uh, do you know Matt Walsh on that show? Oh, he played, I'm terrible um, with names. I would know him if I saw him. So he plays Mike and that's who all my scenes were with. And he, um, I actually auditioned for that in this shirt. So this is my lucky shirt. Um, Oh, so in my third scene, which it got cut in the end because the David Mandel said that it wasn't like the writing wasn't believable enough in the end. 
But in that scene, Matt and I wake up in bed together and he thinks I slept with him, but I did like, we didn't sleep together. He just like cried himself to sleep and I had to like console him. Um, so then that morning I like, I met Matt and I was like, <laughs> I was like, he had no idea who I was and I didn't take this into consideration, but I was like, Hey Matt, can't wait to get into bed with you later. And it just like, he, for a second, he just looked at me. And then he was like, ah, you must be playing Lizzie. That was good. That was, <laughs> <laughs> that, that was probably very startling. He was probably just like, did I make a plan that I didn't remember? Or yeah, like- <laughs> yeah. You're just like, it's like 8 a.m. He's like, what is happening right now? Um, Am I? Can you get her all set? Can somebody yeah. remove her? Please? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. Should she be here? I don't think so. <laughs> Somebody wants to know what season slash character were you? Um, it was episode. It was it was season seven, episode three. Um, not that I have it memorized. Um, <laughs> and I played Lizzie, a BuzzFeed reporter that Mike Mike got sent to the BuzzFeed house, and I was like the reporter who he had to work with. Nice. Yes. So wait, what are what are your like? I think, okay, I think what first what we should do is we should manifest, like, a buddy comedy movie in which our parents are, I'll have Amy Poehler, and you can have Julia Louis-Dreyfus, and then they can be, like, best friends, and then we actually are their kids, and we just hate each other, and it's just, like, a fun comedy, you know what I mean? This is, this is perfect, I love it already. <laughs> and I want to know, too, before we, before we move to our entertainment news segments, guys, because we have segments on this podcast. Okay? I love this. This is a great podcast, by the way. Thank you so much. I'm so <laughs> happy you're here. This is just great. I'm also, I, I'm saving you. I'm also going to bring you in person, you and James, because I just want to, like, do a live episode with you because it's just going to be gorgeous. Um, oh, yeah. I, I want to talk about, I, I'm, this is, like, a question I'm going to ask everybody throughout the podcast is, like, imposter syndrome. Do you deal mm-hmm. with it? Do you, if you do deal with it, at what level? And, like, how do you kind of, like, combat that? Yeah, it's funny because the word, like, the phrase imposter syndrome, I feel like really came up, like, the past couple of years. I hadn't heard that saying before, ever. I had um, And now it's just Right? Like, yeah, now right. it's just, like, I don't, and I don't know what that's from. I don't know if everybody, I don't know. It's very interesting. But, I mean, I think everybody feels a level of like, do I do, do I deserve to be where I am? But I don't know. My parents raised me like they're both very confident people and they both raised me very much to be like, if you do the work and you do everything you can and you still don't like get the part or whatever, like as long as you did that, then like you should, you fucking did it. And like, that's amazing. So when you do get something, it's like, no, I did all of the work to be here. You know, um, I definitely deal with it. I'm not being like, yeah, I'm a cocky piece of No, kid, but that's but... such a healthy outlook, though. Like, that's such a healthy outlook. Yeah, yeah. And I think a lot of people, like, need to think about that, too. That a lot of the time, it's like, who's better than you for this job or this part or, like, this boyfriend or girlfriend? You know, like, why not mm-hmm. you kind of thing. Um yeah. Well, and it's funny because, like, I, I feel like I'm almost kind of manic about my imposter syndrome. Like, I will feel like, like, I have, ultimately, I have an unwavering self-belief. Like, it's just, like, my chemical yeah. makeup and how I'm, like, wired. But mm-hmm. it's, it's, also, it's also, like, I think that TikTok will warp my sense of, like, 
self sometimes and just like the internet in general because it's like you know you're i'm i will like compare myself to like oh this person had more views it's just stupid stupid shit um mm-hmm. but it's like at the same i have just like that 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 imbalance of like i'll feel like i'm amazing and then at the same time it's like what right do i have to be doing this like it's it's so weird but i'm getting yeah no it's- all the time so I think that makes a lot of sense. And like, it's, it is hard with, I feel like the whole comparing yourself, that's just so hard, you know, like it's, mm-hmm. it, I think it's just, it's always about like coming back to you and a person and like, you know, it's like people are doing like the same sketches sometimes, like they'll copy you or mm-hmm. do something you did, but like, as long as you're authentically you, then it's yeah. like, yeah, you know what I mean? Exactly. Well, it's so funny. Like we had very similar journeys because I was like you, I was like, I'm not doing TikTok. Like I'm not a dancer. And cause it was very dance heavy during the pandemic. Like it was, yeah, it was, it totally which, was like seriously stunning. Like if I, if I could dance like that, I would, but I just can't shake my ass like that. I just, I just can't. I'm not built like that. Same, same. But I think, I think what was super fun, what, well, and I don't know if this was a fear of yours, but like, I didn't want to go viral for something that wasn't authentic and get stuck in mm-hmm. that. And I, I was like mm-hmm. afraid of that too. But then like with the childhood ruined stuff, like it just kind of, it just kind of happened. And I am that so, weird. So, you know, <laughs> I was like, yeah, no, no, <laughs> it's true. And like, and I, I feel like to your question before too, of did you try to kind of crack like Instagram or TikTok before? Like I get, because with acting in our career, like they always say that social media matters and, before it was TikTok, it was Instagram and, and it was like blogging and outfits and this and that. And I would try in there and I'm so happy I did not blow up as that because like I was trying to be like this hot girl and I'm like, I'm not this fucking hot girl, you know? Like, And my friends from back home would be like, Taylor, what the fuck is your Instagram page? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> I love so, being ugly on the internet. It's kind of like my favorite thing. Like, it's amazing. My mom will be like, Taylor, you can't go out of the house without makeup. Like, you never know who you're going to see. I'm like, Mom, I've dressed up as Colonel Sanders on my fucking TikTok. Like, people don't know me as pretty. (laughs) It's fine. And then when you show up pretty, people are like, oh, my God, like, you're really pretty. And I'm like, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, you have to do the bare minimum. Yeah, yeah. But I also, I didn't, I feel like I haven't complimented you enough. Like, you're videos are so freaking funny i can't believe i didn't hadn't seen them before we connected and i was dying like the your your dropped in this is like it kills me well it's i don't know i feel like i'm just i kind of i don't like disassociate but i don't know if this happens to you too but when i and, and this is like a weird actor thing maybe but like i just it's not me doing it in a way like it's just yeah. like them doing it and I'm just kind of taking a back seat and letting them do their thing which is very that's fun to observe. I just let, yeah. them, let them play yeah no that's amazing that's I feel like that's what everybody tries to get to so you, you're there and you you write out all your sketches right like you yeah and my god good yeah for <laughs> yeah it's I do I do I write them all um and like definitely room to play but I feel like mo- I mean with stuff like Succession, spoofing Succession, you can't not because it's that dialogue so witty well, that, that it's yeah. like, you know, like stuff like that. I'm trying to think of stuff that we did kind of off the cut in pretty much nothing. <laughs> it's, it's all written. It's so good. It's so good. I feel you. like sometimes 
I, I improvise everything I do on TikTok. Like I have the thoughts. Like wow. But, but I feel like if I were to sit and write out lines for myself, I don't know that they would come out as organically or as dialed in as because then I'd be like memorizing and like so it's weird. I don't know. I but it's like if I'm working on an audition or getting a script, it's like a different thing. So it's no, that makes so much sense. Yeah. That must be really fun. Do you have fun when you make your videos or do you get stressed? Like, are you always just having a blast? Like, how do you, what's your journey with that? So I don't, I don't have, I'm not a scheduled person. I don't keep a calendar. I don't write in a journal. I am not, dis- I am, I lack self-discipline like real bad. So Same. I really, <laughs> and that's the end of the podcast, everyone. Have a good night. <laughs> Um, so whenever I'm in the mood that's when I'll do the TikTok so like if I disappear for a few days it's just because I literally don't have the energy or I just like don't want to or I'm having like an episode where I'm just like I am shit and I suck so I'm just not going to make anything and it's pretty toxic but then I get like in my good manic phase and I'm like oh we're going to pump out content like it's going to be great so I'm finding my balance Um, but I'm not like, I know there are people and like this, I am so amazed by these people that like, will say, okay. And I think you might be one of these people who like you map out when you're going to write, when you're going to shoot, when you're going to post, like, I'm amazed by people with that kind of, I just don't, I, I just don't have it. I wish I did. No, I, I can't do it. My biggest goal, which I still am not doing great at is like being regimented and diligent of being like, no matter if I have an idea or not, I'm going to wake up and write and hopefully something will come out. I'll be like, fuck no, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to wait until I have an amazing idea and don't have to think about it. <laughs> like, yeah, it's so bad. It's so oh, bad. It's, yeah. it's a fascinating, but I think it's even weirder for actors on this app. Like, and that's a whole other conversation that we should get into. Like when in person, when we're sitting and talking, it's just like the pressures of doing this as an actor are very different than like, if you're just doing this for fun because totally. and like again like this is a whole kind of worms that I have a lot of thoughts about but I think like it's really weird that whole catch 22 of like years ago casting directors were like make your own content like when YouTube was really big and like when it was like the come up and it was like create your own content that's how you're gonna get out there and like do your thing and this was kind of before influencers were like a thing mm-hmm. and now um, and I know, I think that a lot of people, not just actors, but a lot of people are having this issue where it's like, okay, I've done it. I'm doing a thing. I've gone viral. I'm making my own content. But then it's like, you're kind of put into the influencer category. And mm. then that can kind of stunt what, because people, you know, I do this. Like I perceive people a certain type of way. If I see a certain type of video over and over, totally. that's how I see that person if I don't know them. So it's kind of like, yeah. it's a weird battle. Like, no, totally. I mean, I have so much to say about this too. We can, we can make this episode six hours long if we want. To. No, we're gonna we're gonna come back in person to do this. Um, yeah, great. To get into our segments here, babes. Let's do it. News. We got we got stuff to talk about. Um, okay, first things first. Jeanette McCurdy wrote a book, and I'm really excited to read it. I'm so excited to read it. I'm gonna read a little bit about what I have seen so far. Um, I know I saw actually somebody said Costin Mayer saying the same thing. I saw that uh, video and I was like, oh my God, literally. Um, anyway, anyway. Um, so Jeanette McCurdy, she was a Nickelodeon actress. She was also in this show. I don't remember what, where it was. I think it was called Between maybe. I watched it. Um, it was like her coming out of Nickelodeon, but now she's done with acting. She's like left the industry and she wrote a book 
which I guess is kind of dark. I was listening to the morning toast today. If any toasters are in here, shout out to the morning toast. Um, and it's uh, one of them is reading it, Claudia and she was saying it's actually really dark. Um, it, her life is kind of dark. So I'm going to read just the E news, um, kind of article about this and then we can discuss. Um, in her hotly anticipated memoir, I'm glad my mom's, I'm glad my mom died. The Nickelodeon star pulled no punches when it came to discussing the perils of young fame, developing anorexia as a child, why she ultimately quit acting, and the abuse she suffered at the hands of her mother who died in 2013. Um, it took a lot of therapy before the 30-year-old was ready to reflect on her life for public consumption. I spent six years of time, effort, and energy on the things that I explore in this book, but in a completely unpresentable way, she told Time. That work got me to a place where I was able to start exploring it creatively. So ultimately, we wound up on the page. And um, what what wound up on the page, that's all stuff that I really believe in and stand by. So I feel confident. I feel ready. When she booked a job as a background actor at the age of six, her mom informed her that as her representative, mommy's not going to take, um, take any of your money except for my salary plus essentials. She neglected to say what the essentials were. So blah, blah, blah. Just a bunch of crazy stuff happened to her when she was young. Um... Uh, let me see here. Um, her mom like showered her until she was like 12 years old and like didn't trust her to shower herself. Like just crazy toxic stuff. And like, I know there is a lot of toxic stuff with Nickelodeon in general, like with the people not now, but the people I think then that were doing that were running the show. I won't name anybody, you know, for whatever, for legal reasons. Um, but yeah, she was on iCarly and then she did a show Sam and Cat, and there she, she just released a bunch of stuff about, um, Ariana Grande and like, uh, just not resentful feelings now, but just, like, during that time, how she had these privileges that, like, Jeanette McCurdy didn't have. And I don't know, I'm just, like, fascinated by this entire thing because I feel like it's... I feel like child stars, out of fear, don't speak up a lot about, like, what they go through. And even they were, like, trying to have her, like, drink alcohol when she was a teenager to, like, get her loose for... Se like, just weird shit. So I'm excited to read the book, and I just wanted to, like, talk about that for a minute because it's kind of crazy. No, it is crazy. I saw I saw this news and I I honestly haven't really thought about her name's Jeanette. Is that how you pronounce it? Yeah, Jeanette McCurdy. Yeah, I haven't thought about Jeanette in a like in a really long time. I watched her during iCarly, like growing up when I was younger. Um mm -hmm. and I had no idea about any of this and it's I mean, even just the title, it like I feel like is a yeah, I mean, that's freaking, like, good for her for being brave and telling her story, and mm -hmm. I mean, I can't imagine what's in there. I was reading, like, just also about her, like, she, her mom, like, basically made her be anorexic, and then on iCarly. Like, was, like, 10 or 12, like, that's crazy. It's crazy, and on iCarly, she said her character's always eating, so it made her incredibly anxious, and I'm like, oh my god, that's so sad, we need to do better with the children, guys. And um, I just, yeah, I just wanted to shout out Jeanette McCurdy. If you're listening, Jeanette, I got you, girl. I'm going to read your book. I can't wait. And I'm just, I'm happy that she, like, did the work and went through the therapy and, like, figured out what she needed to figure out in order to write a book that I believe will be super successful. Like, I think she's going to kill it with sales on this book. Yeah, and happy. I'm sure she's going to, like, connect to a lot of people who, like, go through this and aren't child actors and just have toxic relationships with their parents you know so i'm sure mm -hmm. it's, it's like a great thing she's gonna do bless her bless her Mixed bless her me. bless her i love dark shit too so like it really is just like fully up my alley um okay next topic for discussion this is an exciting deadline announcement um are you did you watch breaking bad 
or better call. Oh uh, yeah. Of course, of course. We're I'm a Vince Gilligan stan. Um, so anyway. As Better Call Saul is coming to an end, series co-creator and Breaking Bad creator Vince Gilligan is ready for what comes next. And once again, for his next drama project, he is going with a wholly original idea. There's a new show coming out next year, I believe. Um, I'm really Ooh. excited about it. I will watch anything he does. I was so excited I needed to read this story. Um, no one would comment, but there is a lot of anticipation in the marketplace for The Pitch, which is expected to come out in the next couple of weeks, with at least eight to nine networks and platforms lined up to hear it. Word is that the new show harkens back to Gilligan's tenure on The X-Files, which I was obsessed with. Everyone Were you? <laughs> um, that's going to be my recommendation for the day. We have a recommendation station, so we're going to, that'll be mine. Just spoiler alert. Um, oh, my God. Yeah, guys, tap the screen. We're trying to get to 125,000 likes, and we're not there yet. We're at 36. Come on, y'all. We can do better. Um, anyway, sorry. I'm getting distracted by comments. Um, I love sorry. it. Sorry. Listening on Spotify, I'm so sorry. Like, you did not sign up for this. Um, <laughs> but don't expect it to be a sci-fi drama. When he was a writer-producer on The X-Files, Gilligan was known for, focus for focusing more on the human condition in his episodes, which is something that he said he's also going to be doing in his new series. So... New series coming out with Vince Gilligan. I'm really excited. We're just, you know, this is entertainment news, baby. So this is huge. I feel like Breaking Bad was the thing that I could be so wrong. So it's okay if I am. But I feel like Breaking Bad was one of the things that flicked everybody from movies to television. I feel like it really upped the game being like, yo, television's not here to fuck around. That and Mad Men. I think Mad Men was another big yeah. one. I totally agree. I totally agree. I can't wait to see what he comes out with, even though I do think movies are making a big comeback right now. I, I do. I think so, too. But I am such a TV girl. It's really it's hard. Same. Um, I just I, well, I won't I won't go there. Uh, I will, but not yet. OK, um, <laughs> I just watched something that I just need. I need to talk about it. Um, but we'll wait. I'll wait a minute. Um, so anyway, okay. very excited manifesting a booking for us on that show. Love it. I can't wait to even just hear what it's about. I have no idea based off of that description. I have no idea either. But guys, when I tell you, you guys need to watch The X-Files. Like, it's the best show of all time. Like, Taylor, you're scrunching your face. We're going to talk about this in a second. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, this next one is a very sad story. So I'm really sorry, but oh, I guess no. I had to pay her um, homage. Olivia Newton-John yes. Hey guys i know literal queen and icon like she passed away it was a very long battle with breast cancer i really don't even need to like read the whole thing but i'll just read a little bit um because it's just she's she was so beautiful she passed away peacefully at her ranch in southern california surrounded by friends and family um her husband wrote a statement on her instagram account that said olivia has been a symbol of triumphs and hope over the last 30 years sharing her journey with breast cancer um she was doing, I don't know if a lot, I mean, I know people know her career trajectory, but like before Greece, she was already like a superstar singer. She was doing like country when everyone else was doing like disco and like other like pop and like things. And she's just always been so like her own person. And I just wanted to personally share a quick my Greece memory because me and my sister used to watch Greece every single day. I kid you not. Are you we serious? Every single day. Um, I was like, and she was like six like we probably shouldn't have been watching that movie but we were <laughs> and do you remember the when she would sing hopelessly devoted and had like her hand in the water with the paper i just you, i don't know did you ever see that did you ever see grace you're gonna be you're gonna be really upset with me right now 
Have you not I've seen ne- Grease? I've never watched Grease. I have never fully watched <laughs> That's Grease. Okay. I'm not I'm breaking not news. <laughs> breaking news on bullshittery. Taylor Owen has never watched Grease, and it's all Kiki's fault. So let's... now it's the time. Now you can just watch it, you know, to pay your respects. You know what I mean? Uh, um, yeah, of course. But there was an iconic scene. Oh, this is great. Sorry, I burped. I guess we're playing. So there's a scene where she's singing and she has paper in the water. She's ripping pages out of her journey journal. She's putting them in the water. Journey. She's ripping them around with her hands. And it is, it defined me as a person. I think I am who I am because of Olivia Newton John in that movie. I was just like, I just want to be nice like her. I just want to be like. That's incredible. Nice. And I would do that in my bathtub. I would take a piece of paper, printer paper, white, white paper from the printer. It was very expensive. And my dad and mom were very angry. And I would yeah, put it coming in being like, what are you doing? <laughs> I'd be like, I'm singing in the bath. And I yeah, would be in the yeah. bath singing hopelessly devoted to you with the paper in the water. And um, that's incredible. Yeah. I think you might need to recreate that now at this age. I'm going to wait a beat because I don't want to be disrespectful in any way. But you're right. Of course. I do. As an homage, of course. As an homage. As an homage. As an homage. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Rest in peace, Olivia Newton-John. I love you. Vinny has entered the chat. Hey, Nicole Yoss. I love you guys. I'm going to a wedding with them next weekend. Or not next weekend. In September. I'm really excited about it. Oh, exciting. <sighs> anyway, let me breathe. I'm talking so fast. I'm so sorry, guys. Um, it's great. And every week, um, this is just a little story. My producer puts something, a bullshittery exclusive on my desk every week. So I just need to read it. Um, whatever. It's just, it's not a big deal. Um, it says host of bullshittery podcast, Mackenzie Barman. I don't know why they do this. People won't stop writing up about me and I don't know what to do. Um, was spotted drunkenly playing a trombone this past weekend at her friend's wedding. Sources close to the actress sus influence slash influencer have verified the claims that Mackenzie indeed got very drunk on the very, um, on very strong old fashions being served at the wedding and also drank directly from a water spigot at some point in the afternoon. Um, video footage can confirm. We cannot confirm nor deny at this time that Mackenzie leapt into a lake around 9.30 p.m., essentially naked with some friends, completing the eccentric day of love and fun with a good old-fashioned skinny dip. Sources say that Mackenzie took various selfies and videos with other guests that she does not remember. No regrets. The day was a 10 out of 10 all around. So. Wow. I don't That's know incredible. Is that E! News? Was that E! that did that? It was, it was either Deadline or it may have been E! Yeah. It could have been yeah. TMZ. Um, yeah. It's all over so your So your drink of choice is an old-fashioned, is what you're telling me. No, it's not. But um, Okay. Interesting. Curveball. Two wedding drinks available. There was vodka lemonade or an old fashioned. And they were in like pictures, you know? And I'm like, oh, an old fashioned sounds like fun. When I tell you that shit was straight whiskey, like. Yeah, I, no, of course. I didn't know. It was my first time ever having an old fashioned. <laughs> an old fashioned is like legit whiskey and then like a sugar cube and some fucking cherries. Like, that's an old fashioned. That's incredible. I was like, let's try this new cocktail of the summer. And I was literally drunk within minutes. And I was like, I better like <laughs> slow down. I think you might be an old fashioned girl. I think that's what we're getting at right now. Like, you know I'm, that's. It truly was very enjoyable. What's your. Yeah. Cocktail? It's not an old fashioned. I can't drink whiskey. I just don't like the taste. Um, I'm a big martini girl. Love a good martini. Any fucking martini. I'm like. 
Oh, espresso martini is like my, you know, oh. I mean, and I was into those before, like, it was like a fucking thing. Okay. Oh. So I, <laughs> you know how people like to claim like artists before they hurt, like before they blew up. Like I like to claim espresso martinis before they blew up. So that is my drink of choice, but I'll take a French martini. I'll take a, a dirty martini. Just give oh. me any martini. I love yeah. a filthy, dirty, nasty martini. Like so, so good. What's better? What's better? And you know what's really kind of lame? I thought like I was being so creative or funny. Like when I would go to order a martini at a bar, I'd be like, "Make it filthy," and I'm like, "Who <laughs> else says that?" Like that's such a me thing to say. And I get on the internet and see like other people just also say that. So I'm like, "Wow, we all think we're really funny and unique, but we're really just well, all living this." Also, are, did did that not make you get, like, a very dirty martini? Like, was that not just all olive juice with, like, a splash of vodka at that point? Yeah. No, it did. And, and I got okay, good. But I just I just thought I was being so funny, you know? Of okay, course. Okay, you know what? We're at 43,000. We can get to 50. We didn't make the goal of 125, but you know what? It doesn't matter. And if you're listening, you know, it's so, fine. What we're talking I don't about. see any of that. I only see, I think, my portion of comments and likes. So oh, I, I just have to I should. I just have people being like my favorite five, six people in here being like, how are only five people on here? <laughs> there's, it's amazing. There's, there's thousands of people in here right now. I can't even know. Oh, really incredible. Um, incredible. But okay, we're, oh my God, we're moving so quickly. I could talk to you forever. We have a little on here um, called the recommendation station. And it's just a moment in which we can share things that we need other people to watch. Like, Mm-hmm. What are your recommendations at the moment? They could be old. Oh. It could be new. I feel like I tell my recommendations all the time. I feel like they're old at this point. Like, you know, I have Succession. You have to watch um, if you haven't watched that. Um, I Right now, we just started Blackbird. And I've heard of that. No, but my yeah. friend just recommended someone just said taylor likes the bear i did just watch the bear every everyone just watched the bear i don't think i need to recommend that i'll do blackbird right now because i'm gonna be honest at first james and i were like this is a little cheesy i don't know about this show and then we kept watching it and i'm like okay i'm in and i'm like i'm so invested in what happens what's what where can you stream it where is it at it's apple tv okay this is yeah. not sponsored by Apple TV, but we're <laughs> yeah. you out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's called Blackbird. Okay, I need to watch it. It's called it. Blackbird. Yeah, yeah, you're going to love it. It's um with Taryn, Tarn, Turn. I don't know how to say his name. Uh, but they're like the acting is just incredible. Ray Liotta's in it. It's he it's oh. really sad. I know. I know. That must have been his very last thing he did. I think so because I think so, and he like looks. I don't know. It's so sad every time he comes on the screen. I'm like, why? Oh, I know. Bless I know. him. He was he's so good. I know. So uh, that's my recommendation station recommendation. That's a stunning recommendation. A recommendation that I will take to heart, and I will watch that. My Great. recommendation is a throwback. Um, I need everyone in here to watch the comeback with Lisa Kudrow. I. Have you ever oh, watched it? Oh, okay. No, I thought you were going to say X-Files, so I was a little thrown off for a second. Well, the X-Files, com- yes, but... You get two. You're the host. You get two. <laughs> I get two. Okay. X-Files got me through a surgery recovery. I can get into more of that at a later date. Um, mm-hmm. But 
not a bad surgery. It was just like really crazy, but it does, it's irrelevant. Um, but I was on a lot of like drugs from the hospital and I watched the X-Files and I was like, this is everything. Um, I was okay. Also and we hot on David Duchovny at the time. Um, <laughs> but, but no, the comeback, everyone needs, that is my comedy inspiration. Like, a, like if you want to know me as a person, watch the comeback. Cause you'll understand okay. like, like, Oh, okay. It's yeah. I've, <sighs> I've definitely heard of it. I've gotten that recommendation. I have a hard time watching comedies. Really? Yeah, I like I I I feel like I'm like working when I'm watching them. I feel like I'm like looking at the yeah. writing and the jokes and all that stuff. Like I can't like with like dramas, I could just drop in and just like turn off or reality TV shows. But I will watch it for sure. You know, I kind of use that sometimes as like a gauge with how with how um like entertaining and like uh, like how much a show grabs you because like sometimes I'm always like that too. I'm always analyzing for everything, but sometimes yeah. like when I can just drop out and then I'm like, Oh my God, like I wasn't thinking about anything. Like this show is really good. You know? Like, yeah. Oh yeah. It's like, it's like we base how good something is by how much we don't want to look at our phones now. Like that's the freaking barometer. No, it's actually a problem. Like it's, it's really, upsetting. It's <laughs> upsetting. It's, it's disgusting is what it is. It's, yeah. it's, it's an atrocity. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, uh, I was going to, oh, one little tiny recommendation too I'm going to make, because I, I think season two is about to come out or season three. I can't remember where they left off. Sex Lies of College Girls. Have you watched that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great. I like wasn't thinking it was going to be fucking amazing. And then I watched it and I was like, no, this is so good. So yeah. Watch yeah, it's always sunny. Love People it. are always sunny. Oh, my God. That's, of course, of course. Oh, did someone comment that? I'm like, what? Yeah. What did you oh, yeah, you can't see my side. Oh, guys, uh, we're, like, coming up on our time. I didn't even ruin, I didn't even get to my ruin segment yet. So let's quickly do that. Great. Um, so the first video I ever ruined um, was the, the, the piggies, the little piggies that went to the market. And just, like, justice for the, the pigs, because... Um, it's just disgusting that nursery rhyme. We were all, I was singing it all the time when I was really little. And when they said this little piggy went to market, I thought, okay, he's going shopping. Like he's, he's just going to have a day out a day on the town. Of course. Of course. Um, and then I was on Facebook one day and somebody said that they went to market because they were getting slaughtered. And that just kind of like made me famous on TikTok. So I'm just so grateful for that pig sacrificing itself for me. <laughs> is that is that how you thought of it? You over you saw someone say that and it all just clicked? Yeah. I was like sitting on Facebook and I was watching uh I was just, you know, scrolling. I don't even scroll on Facebook anymore. That's how much that's how much I've grown. I know. I know. I don't even do it. But I was yeah, somebody posted a status and I was like reading it and I was like <laughs> That's incredible. That is incredible. And then that was it. And then I posted the video. Yeah. And my friend, um, she texted me. She was like, bitch, that video was so funny. You're going to go viral. And I had like 50 <laughs> views at that point. And I was like, probably not. Like, I have like zero views. But then the next day, it went viral. We have very similar trajectories with our virality. Yeah, you've gone like crazy viral, though. I feel like your videos have gone like insane, insane. Like, like craziness. Was that all during the pandemic? 
Yeah, for the most, well, it was like half pandemic and then half like transitioning out of the pandemic. Is there a bug? Yeah, on my- yeah, yeah. Oh, there's a bug on my phone. I thought it was like in the screen. I was like, oh <laughs> my god. You're like podcast over. We need to go now. <laughs> I didn't even get to read my ad today, but it's okay. It was sponsored by um, Lower Back Pain, so we don't need to talk about it. Like it's perfect. And we already talked so much about back hair. I feel like we hit it, hit the back. You know. Yeah, we did the back. Um, I want to real quick. Does anybody have? Um, we have like four minutes left of the pod. Taylor's been the most glorious guest ever. Stop I know. Stop it. A fucking lot. So sorry if I dominated any portions of this. No, um, it, it was beautiful. You're a great host. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Um, does anybody have any questions for our guest? Any anything you're dying to know? I'm just gonna. We're gonna open it up. We're gonna open Love it up. Love it. Give you me what you got. Ten seconds to ask, though, because I move quick here. So yeah, quickly, quickly type your questions. Uh, open book over here. I can't see them, so if there are any, you let me know. Let's see. Come on, y'all. Does anybody have any questions for Taylor? People Any burning question questions? And then I, Taylor, where'd you get your shirt? Oh, I don't freaking know. So many people have asked that today. Hold on. Wait, is there a tag? Oh, I ripped the tag out. Oh, I ripped the tag out. I I can figure it out. It was at one of the stores in the Grove, and it's gone now. So I'll figure it out. Okay. Sorry. Beautiful. We'll report back. You have great. Until I- LA and then we'll do this in person again. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'll wear this shirt. Somebody also asked a very hard hitting question bacon or sausage for breakfast? Bacon all day. Nice. When you do do yeah. sausage, do you ever do sausage? I do chicken sausage. Nice. Oh my God. What a healthy girl. What a healthy girl. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I do what I can, honestly. See, I'm like a skank, and I eat like the the frozen like little maple wiener sausages. That's my no, yeah. I mean, I do maple chicken. It's the same shit, just you know, maple chicken anything, at any time. I know. Favorite Taylor Swift song? Are you a Swifty? No, somebody asked me that on my live. I'm not a Swifty, and I don't want you guys to hate me because of it. I don't like. I'm, she's fine, but I'm not like I'm not a Swifty. I love you, Swifties. I'm just not one. So. I, I would go back to the bangers, so like Love Story when I was in high school, like those were chill, you know. I agree. Love Story was a good was a good moment. I kind of wish that I was more of a Swifty, but at the same time, I'm like, eh, I take it when it comes. I don't seek it out. You know what I mean? I just um, saw this. Um, oh, go ahead, go ahead. Sorry, no, no, we're no. In the question segment. I'm scrolling to see if there are any more questions. You, you talk. Okay, so I just saw this like meme or TikTok. That was like Taylor Swift is uh, Lana Del Rey for girls who haven't had sex yet. And the girls like are reacting just with their jaws dropped like the Swifties. And they're so funny. It was adorable. <laughs> and I thought, it was, I thought it was great. I love that. That really, right? really, really makes a lot of sense. <laughs> I think that's like, um, wait, one last question. People, somebody just wanted to know if you have any projects on the horizon. Are you working on anything at the moment? Yeah, I'm uh, ask. <laughs> Yeah, I know, right? Um, I'm writing long form stuff, uh, just like constantly now. And I mean, for right now, we're just going to be banging out new TikToks and new internet stuff, and uh, just auditioning. So we'll see. We'll see what you can see in the near future. Hell yeah! Manifesting bookings. There was a Lionsgate portal that just happened or something. There was something astrological that just occurred on the 8th. And oh. I'm just 
We we need are to you manifest an, hard right now. Are you an astro girl? Are you an ast- astrology girl? I I yeah, I think I am. I think it's okay. Am. You can you can say it. <laughs> I'm so scared, daddy, but I think I am. <laughs> Fucking own it. That's awesome. I don't That's know great. a lot about it. Like if somebody was like, Oh my god, tell me the traits of the Sagittarius, like I couldn't. Like I don't know anything, but I know my I sure. know myself. And I recently found out that I'm a Leo rising and that's my whole personality now. So yeah, yeah, I can't figure out my rising and fallings because my mom doesn't know what time I'm, I was born. So I'm just like, all right, I don't, I, I'm, I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I met a girl a couple weekends ago, like three weeks ago. Oh my God, it's nine o'clock. We're going to wrap in a minute. Um, I'm a Taurus. Somebody asked, what are both of your signs? I am a Taurus and I am a Leo rising and a Sagittarius moon. Taylor? I'm a Cancer and I don't know my other shit. <laughs> cancers and Tauruses like each other. Cancers are, I think Cancers are good. I think Cancers are a good sign. What's James? Yeah. What's James? No. Uh, Taurus, I think. <gasps> yes, Taurus brother. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, when's your birth? When's your birthday? May 2nd. Oh, he's not a Taurus. He's not a Taurus. Oh, so you're just literally <laughs> he's, a, he's a Virgo. My best friend's a Taurus. That's why I got him confused. No, Tauruses are the best. We're 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 good. We're good friends. We make good friends. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh my God. Somebody asked, "What does the neon light say?" It says bullshittery. I'm working on inverting. Okay, we're working on getting yeah. this. Yeah, we got to work on that. Um, Taylor, this has been such a glorious experience with you. Where can people find you? Tell us all your handles. Where? Tell us. Tell us how to get get with you. Thank you. Anyone can get with me. I'm an open book. Um, you can find me on Instagram and TikTok mostly at Taylor Grayson, and that's G R A Y S E N. Um, nobody knows how to spell it because it's kind of a word spelling. And I just want to thank you for having me on Bullshittery. Like, this is actually so much fun. And you are a phenomenal host and person. So I love being here. Thank you so much. I'm so happy. I am seriously serious. I'm like, I'm <laughs> right now. I'm very happy. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is so much fun. And guys, if you're listening on, if you're on TikTok right now, go subscribe, follow me on YouTube. Our goal in life is to get that gorgeous plaque, um, but I have a really long way to go. So just follow me on YouTube from every account you have and subscribe, follow the podcast on Spotify and Apple podcasts and wherever. My mom also commented earlier and she said that you're a beautiful girl and this was a great episode. <laughs> oh my God. Tell her I love her so much. Wow. wow. I will. <laughs> yeah. I will make you chicken cutlets as well. If you want to come out to LA. Thank you. Oh, she will. Oh, she will. She's so excited about me going to LA. She's like, oh, yes, baby, go, go do it. Yes, we love it. We love supportive moms. Um, We love it. And that's on supportive moms. Guys, thank you so much. I'm going to text you immediately after and just, just rave. Um, But if you have stuck around this entire time, you have great karma coming your way. Just want to say that. And you're a superstar. You clearly have great taste. And um, I hope you all have an amazing night. Taylor, have an amazing rest of your day over in LA. (laughs) You have an amazing night. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Bye, everybody. Bye, guys.